Hello and welcome to another bonus podcast. My name is Crystal Taves and I am the pastor of women here at Northview Community Church. I am joined today by three guests who I will get to introduce in the next minutes. We're going to talk about community, um, what it looks like to be Christians together in community and specifically in the Northview Young Adults, the NYA group. So I have with me Jessica Taves. Say hello. Hello. And Amanda Ellsworth. Hello. And Aaliyah Tier. Hi. And they are each going to introduce themselves. So why don't you just start, Jess? Um, my name is Jessica. Yeah. Okay. It's on. <laughs> I didn't know. I just didn't know volume, but um, I am involved right now in the young adults. I just like to go and enjoy the NYA nights, and then as well, I'm part of a community group. Um, in the fall, I'll be doing some youth leading for Grade Nine girls, and that's kind of it right now. Um, what do I do outside the church? I just did two years of Bible school at Columbia Bible College. Um, now I'm going to UFE to start my Bachelor of Social Work degree. And I'm also a lifeguard at the pool. So I do a lot of swimming lessons. So that's me. Full of chlorine at all times. At all times, yeah. 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 Amanda, tell us about yourself. Yeah, my name's Amanda. Uh, I moved here two years ago. I moved from Australia, but I'm originally from Fort McMurray, Alberta. Uh, I came and soon after got involved in worship. So many people know me as the Pentecostal-looking worship leader (laughs) dancing around in the worship center. Um, So I love worship, and I'm involved in young adults on their worship team and heavily involved in, like, prayer there. I love that. Um, Outside of church, I kind of all over the place, casual with just recreational stuff with the city. I work with an African children's choir or the African children's choir with event planning and then I actually also work with Jessica at uh, a recovery center with women uh, going through addiction. So that's super lovely. And I will go in the fall back to UFE studying global development studies. Yeah. How far along are you in your studies? Uh, Halfway. So next year is my internship abroad. Wow. That's exciting. And you came here kind of specifically for that program, Mm -hmm. right? Because you didn't know anything about Abbotsford before. No. You'd was, never been here before? Uh, well, I actually was born here, oh, okay. so that's a long story. But okay. So I knew about Abbotsford, and I was like, Lord, I don't think that's where you want me to go, actually. <laughs> Lord, I think you're wrong. But he is so faithful, and I'm so glad I listened and came here. Cool. Aaliyah, tell us about yourself. Yeah, so um, I was born and raised in Abbotsford. Um, I uh, went to school in Virginia, went to nursing school in Virginia. So I was up there for five years. And then um, was drawn back um, to Abbotsford, which I never thought I would <laughs> move back to Abbotsford. But um, not so I bad had, here. I know, you know, it's not because I hated it. It was just I just never thought I would, and um, I had bigger and better things in mind. <laughs> but um, but I'm so thankful I moved back. Um, so I have um, over the past three years, I have led um, with high school youth and been a youth leader there. Uh, love that. That's kind of my main jam. Um, and then this past year, I um, was on the leadership team with NYA and um, led a community group with that. And that was really, really sweet. Um, I won't be doing that this next year, but um, I'll still be involved in leadership some way. Um, and then outside of church, um, outside of all that, I am a nurse. And I work in the ER in Abbotsford, the ER and cardiac unit. 
I float back and forth between those two. And it's the sweetest thing. I love my job so much. So it's good. That's great. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit before we get into kind of the whole idea of community. Tell us a little bit about NYA for people who don't know kind of what the regular routine is there. What are kind of some of the weekly regular things people could expect if they came to a young adults group? Yeah, so... Um, we do we do uh, every other week kind of thing. So we do Friday nights um, are our big NYA nights where we meet at the church and we do worship and um, we have either Andy or Daniel or some guest speaker um, speak. Um, oftentimes we'll go through a book of the Bible or we'll go through um, this last in the spring we did uh, different religions. Um, we went through different religions and kind of got to run down on all those. Um, and then the off weeks, then we um, have community group. And so you, it's it's such a huge group of people. So you, um, in order to really kind of get involved, you need to be a part of a community group in order to have us get to know people in that. Um, so the Friday night group. groups are about how many people? Like 300 or We'll set our courts full. So I think yeah. it's like three, three hundred something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't have the official numbers. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's a, it's Around size, yeah. so it's a big group it's to big walk group. into. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Major and the community group. yeah. groups are how many people? Ten to twenty, twenty-five. Mm -hmm. Some maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And some community groups do it every week. Yeah, some don't. right. Yeah, each community group is kind of its own mm -hmm. entity, so they kind of can they yeah. can do what they want. They're a little yeah. bit independent. So tell us about some of the other things NYA does, like Wakefest and stuff. So Wakefest, <laughs> my favorite weekend of the year. No, we go out to Soyuz, rent a campsite out, and just take over it. There's about, I think there's around 200 people that went up this last year. So, it was, yeah, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. um, so that's in June every year. And then, um, like, corn maze and kind of just random yeah. movie nights. Christmas um, banquet. Christmas banquet. Hikes. In the summer, more it's a lot more casual with barbecues and stuff, but... It's pretty much just the Friday nights and community group throughout the school that year. That are consistent. That are consistent, yeah. yeah. And then you had a young professionals night yeah. this year. And so I, I think, think Andy has a couple booked for that for next year. Yeah, I think Andy is really intentional about trying to meet us where we're at and the culture mm -hmm. and the technology and all that we're being fed outside of the church and just meeting that. So we had like Ed Fast, who is our MP. MP, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, he came and he spoke with us. And then we have just other young professional things with other entrepreneurs and business people within the church that come and just help young professionals. And then we, yeah, do kind of men's only things. So they had a pig roast. <laughs> Super fun. And then us women, we have uh, like women, women's nights where we just talk with people like you and Thalia and stuff it's just so great so yeah that's been fun we've had a few of those over awesome. the years in the summer Aaliyah has organized two and there's one more to come yet mm -hmm. um, yeah. where she's kind of gotten one of us to come and speak to the young adults on a certain topic mm -hmm. it's been great yeah Sweet. how has NYA impacted you personally what's been kind of a benefit for you of being involved well I'll s start when I first came here um uh, I was just looking for a church. I would not really known anyone here and uh, kind of consistently tried to come to young adults and, and serve and really for four months was not meeting anyone and it was like, oh my gosh. Um, but finally just being consistent and uh, being intentional and coming and serving, um, I got into a community group and where I met 
Jess and just some of the most dearest people to me now that have really shaped my life and been an amazing impact. And so NYA and the community there, uh, yeah, has been so important for me. And then that community, I think especially, I don't know, for you guys it's different, but not having like a mom or a brother or anyone here uh, the, the community group kind of just became my family and and you need that's vital like mm-hmm. to have those people that are going to pray for you that are going to challenge you they're going to call you out on your stuff and uh but also then like stir you on and be like actually yeah this is what the lord has mm-hmm. called you to do and like we're going to be here to support you and encourage you yeah. and we're so excited to see you do that and so and then also so fun like just to like <laughs> cry laughing also, it's like just, it's just like it's such a riot like so really good sometimes the boating doing different things like ah so fun too mm-hmm. so it's great yeah I think for me um it was very interesting like navigating towards being a part of like the CBC community and then also with NYA especially right out of high school it was quite difficult for me kind of to balance the two and because you were going to Bible school, but it was right here in town. So Yeah, and I knew people from church, but at the same time, I didn't really know a lot of people in the young adults group. I knew people from youth, but a lot of the people I knew from youth were at Trinity or um, over in Cape and Ray or kind of just out on the boat. Um, so I would say NYA really, um, it was definitely a struggle, not a struggle, but it was definitely difficult in my first year out of high school, just trying to navigate who are my people and who are people that I connect with and I don't really have any friends here and how do I manage that because this is my home church and stuff so really struggled with that um right out of high school but through um yeah committing to a community group meeting Amanda and meeting a whole bunch of people um and yeah continuing friendship with Aaliyah and stuff through right out of high school um definitely just right gave me like a massive not massive but like a great community and like mm-hmm. my heart just grew for them and so I think how it's impacted me personally is that like I've always really loved church but I just like love <laughs> going to church it's just such a huge highlight going on Sundays and then being able to go on Friday nights as well and just to see so many people that you just love so dearly and like being able to be challenged in the word and sing worship together and take communion with one another is just like the most amazing thing. And so I think that's the way it's impacted me is that like, I just love going to church. It's just the highlight of my week mm-hmm. always. So mm-hmm. I think that's, that's that for me. Yeah. And I think for me, it probably, it looks a little bit different um, just cause I'm older. And so coming into this um, past year in leading community group, I hadn't been involved in um, young adults before that. Um, but it has given me such a sweet one obviously continuing relationship with a lot of like my old youth girls Jessica yeah, was Jessica one of my was your youth girls. Yeah. now your friends before um, you were yeah. yeah um so continuing relationship with those um continue to build those kind of relationships um it's given me a real sweet avenue for that um and then I think also it's given me an avenue for um just connecting with young our young women in um in church and I wouldn't have that I wouldn't have that outside of NYA really um so I think that has been super sweet for me. And um, and then also just it's such a sick community of people that um, I think leading community group is really sweet to like um, have 20, 30 people that you kind of dive into the word every other week with and then also do fun things with. And, um, and it's fun to facilitate that as a leader. I love facilitating that kind of stuff. Um, 
for people. And um, so I think, yeah, it, it has been a sweet community for me. Um, but maybe it just looks a little bit different than mm-hmm. the others. But and yeah, really I good. must say for those who don't know or if you come to young adults and you're not involved or you're just involved in other ways and you're not a young adult, just you're just involved in the church, like the Lord, his hand and his favor on this ministry in the last year has mm-hmm. been incredible. Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. I first came here, I just have such a heart for prayer, so I just joined the prayer team right away. And there's three people that would come <laughs> on a Friday night before. And now, like... The whole leadership has, I don't know, 50 people plus in it. And the pre-service prayer is just all these in one young year. adults. Yeah. In one year. Yeah. Like 30 plus people mm-hmm. of coming these leaders the coming for prayer before, before the, the service. service. Yeah. Yeah. And just being like, Lord, sh- would you have your way in the service? This is mm-hmm. all for you. And if it, not all for your glory, not about us at all. And it's so amazing to see so much growth in it. And so mm-hmm. just... Yeah, just for all those who aren't involved and don't see the behind the scenes, God, that 300, that number, and the people that come to Wakefest is just a testament to mm-hmm. our leadership and their mm-hmm. obedience to the Lord and mm-hmm. his hand upon the ministry. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So I wanted to talk specifically about, you guys have all kind of touched on that already, but NYA has met your need in some way for community. Um, Andy just talks regularly about the fact that young adults, this is just what young adults want. They just are searching for community. And so I thought I'd just ask you guys, like, why is that the case? What do you see as the reasons why people are lonely, why they're seeking community so badly? Um, and then what the opportunity the church has, you know, to really enter a need that, that people have in the, in the community. So what would you say? Why are people so desperate for community? Um, I can start. I think for my personal self, why I like I just feel like I need to seek community and people around me is that I think there's just so many so much unknown in our life right now like I graduated high school two years ago starting my undergrad um, this fall but it's just there's so much changing always so many new people so much like so much on the horizon I just feel um, constantly kind of impatient with my life and wanting to do so much more and bored with what I'm doing now and so I think we seek community and we seek people just to like verbally process that with just because I'm like I have so much going on in my mind mm-hmm. um, and so I think that's for me like I just um, I just desire having people to talk to you to talk through things to ask questions to bounce ideas off and so I think um, I see that often with a young adults and in Bible school and also um, in the NYA group is just that there's just so much going on and so to find people who are in the same spot as you or have maybe a different perspective of what you're going through, what season you're going through. It's just, um, it's something that is a necessity, it feels like. And it, especially in those moments of in the middle of a semester when you just have so much on your plate, just to know that you're going, yeah, you're every other Friday you can go to a place where you feel like you know a lot of people and you feel that you belong with a lot of people. It's mm-hmm. just like such a comforting thing when so much is just like, overstimulating you all the time mm-hmm. to feel that need of like comfort and belonging I think is something that I've just I needed and um, through time and through being committed to this community and being committed to be intentional with people and pursue different friendships um, I, f- I feel like I have met it in a lot of ways but um, yeah I think that's where I feel like I've been I've seeked community out in those seasons of my mm-hmm. life well, I think also particularly um even taking a step further, I think also particularly the Christian culture 
where we're at today, I think we, we've come through a really, um, Christian has, Christianity has been real common. Um, and we're getting to a point where there's so much in our culture that is yelling at us um, that agree with this and you need to agree with this. And if, if you really love people, then you will say that this is okay. And this, you know, um, so the heat's come and, getting and harder. And, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I think in, um, in our, maybe young adults in particular, but also, you know, I think the need for community is, you know, all the cross generational, but, um, but young adults in particular, um, I think it's incredible to be, I think we need, um, to be seeking out people who, um, who will push us towards the Lord and point us towards the Lord and consistently be involved in our lives to say, Hey, actually that's not biblical truth. And we need to be living biblically and we need to be, um, walking, um, walking this narrow path before Mm -hmm. the Lord. Um, and to have people around you who are doing that, not only telling you to do that, but are doing that, I think is huge mm-hmm. um, in our culture right now. Because we have so many different avenues where now with technology that our culture, that we are influenced by our culture. Um, and Christianity is becoming um, watered down in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. So um, it's amazing to have a group of people that you can trust on, you can trust that okay, we're all pursuing, biblically pursuing the Lord um, and biblically pursuing truth. With. Mm-hmm. And I think they're seeking this community just because the Holy Spirit is so evident and working in our lives. Like really, essentially, they're spe- seeking the Lord and all of that. Mm-hmm. I know Andy always talks about our vertical relationship with God and horizontal relationship with one another. And we're actually created for community. That's how the Lord's designed mm-hmm. us. And he... Um, he's chosen to flourish his kingdom through his church the com- this, as a community. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, I think, this innate desire that we have is to be mm-hmm. with one another. And because, like you were saying, like this generation in our culture nowadays is so bombarding us to be, to isolate. It's so easy mm-hmm. to isolate yourself. Um, yeah, and so then there's just this this desire, yeah, uh, to have community. It's something, a void in their heart, and uh, they don't have it. They don't have the accountability. They don't have encouragement. Mm -hmm. Just a bunch of insecurities and unknown thoughts. Yeah. So I think a lot of people, your age group, are going through, you know, more um, families that have had divorce in them, a Mm -hmm. lot more fragmentation in terms Mm -hmm. of not grandparents and other people living, their support systems are a lot less, right? Mm -hmm. Or people that have moved or been more transient. Mm -hmm. And so I think, um, like compared to a hundred years ago where people would kind of live up, live and grow in a community where if people were in, um, yeah, everybody knew them Mm -hmm. and they had some sense of Mm -hmm. kind of deep relationship with, it's just becoming less and less naturally the case. And so I think that's a sad thing, but I think it's also an amazing thing for us as a church to realize we have an amazing opportunity to speak into the lives of people who are really seeking deep relationships. Mm -hmm. If we can you know, really actually live that out in the church. We're going to really yeah. meet a need for people as they see us. Yeah, hungering, hungering and thirsting after God and, and relating well to each other. So what would be some of the barriers to this? You guys have kind of all touched on a little bit of like the social media thing, um, being isolated from others, people. How do you see social media as being a barrier to authentic community? Who wants to start? I'll start. Okay. Um, I think I, I've seen, especially over this year, this past year, I think um, I, 
uh, we talked a little bit together about um, social media kind of introducing this idea of like a pseudo community feel um, because you um, you see these people you may not you may meet people um, and then whether on Facebook or, or Instagram or Snapchat I don't know what I don't do Snapchat <laughs> but um, but you see these people's faces um, frequently and um, suddenly these people that you don't even know you well you know what they did on the weekend and you know the, where they went on vacation and you know their nieces names and um, those kinds of things it's it's almost as if you know them um, but it's like a pseudo knowing because um, you don't actually have relationship with them you don't actually um, know the ins and outs of who they are um, but I think we grow comfortable with that pseudo knowing and I think we grow comfortable with that easy um, those easy kind of surfacey relationships um, as and we can call that community that well I, I feel like I know a lot of people um, but you don't actually know people and they don't actually know you um, and so in a Christian culture in in our Christian community um, that's huge for we, we have to in order to um, in order to love people well and further like we're called in um, multiple times in scripture James talks about it how to fervently love the brethren in order to really fervently love one another we gotta know each other um, well and we and also then you know keeping each other accountable and that kind of stuff um, we're called as a church body to to call each other higher and point each other each other to the Lord um, and call out sin in one another um, and in order to do that we have to know one another so yeah. um, so I think the the pseudo community feel I think the social media oftentimes um, creates this easy relationship where you don't actually have to work hard at relationships you don't actually have to put forth much effort for relationship you can just um, ignore a message kind of, when it comes if you don't yeah, want to deal yeah, with it or a yeah. person or yeah, yeah, and you can you can feel like you you can kind of feel like you know people, um, but but the actual like depth of knowing people, it mm-hmm. what we're called to know how we're called to know each other in scripture, um, you don't have that, and so I think I think it's it can provide this like fake kind of knowing people and fake kind of community, um, where you don't have to try hard, you don't have to work at relationships and get into like kind of the nitty gritty of people's lives. So I would say it's kind of about social media and community but I think that identity and scripture is huge and I think social media takes us away from that Hmm. and that will trickle Mm -hmm. down into community so Mm -hmm. in order to be confident in knowing who you are when you walk into a room full of people and and knowing that we're designed the Lord's purpose is to flourish his kingdom through the church. So I'm going to be here. I'm going to be a part of it. In order to know that you need to know scripture in order to know that you are loved and fearfully and wonderfully made. And it doesn't matter what someone thinks of you when you walk into that crowd of people, you need to know scripture in order to know that you're supposed to love your brethren fervently. You need to know scripture. And it's so crazy how we are subconsciously like always told lies and whatever it is on social media daily like Mm. people are scrolling through it and whatever it is we read it but we have to be intentional about reading the word and so looking at our young adults and and just seeing you you can almost tell which reigns social media or scripture in Mm. their life Mm. and it's like sometimes you just need to put social media aside and you need to know that the word is your daily bread not social media and the word is not going to be naturally 
organically spoken Ingested. into your life. Yeah. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not just going to come in. That's but social media, mm-hmm. media everywhere you go, it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And so we need to be intentional about that. And that will trickle down into your community. Um, I think another barrier with kind of identity and stuff is when I, when I first moved here, just in the community, they'd be like, oh, you're, you're friends with that person. Oh, you're in with that crowd. Oh, this, 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 this. And I was like, oh, my gosh. No. I can't handle this. And I was just like, actually, like, that person's incredible. And this person is too. And, like, they're just friends. That, like, they just click. And that's why they're friends. And you guys don't click. So that's why you don't hang out all the time. And that's fine. And there was just so much insecurity about, like, mm. having to attain this ranking social in groups. church. Or yeah. to be in this social group or that community group or to, I don't know, wear this or sit in this pew or whatever it is. Not We don't have pews. But, <laughs> um, but, and then just to see, like, those women specifically that I have been able to be friends with, I just grow over this, the last couple of years and myself too to take that as an idol, that position down hmm. and to actually understand who you are by being in the word and taking all of those identity issues and finding that in Christ then it's like, oh, yeah, actually, let's just build community together. And mm-hmm. you guys, you go do your thing. I'm going to do my and thing. Then it, and then it gives you freedom, that confidence in who you are in the Lord. Then gives you freedom to just be fully happy for them. Yeah. Like, just, yay, that's awesome that you guys have yeah. sweet friendship, and that's amazing, and I will find that myself and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think... Yeah, seeing that is, like, really cool and helps build community. So, like, social media is huge, but also, like, the word. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I think we all understand, like, man, you need to read your Bible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I think what I, one more thing to share about, like, the barriers to the community. And um, I think Aaliyah wanted to chat about this later, but um, just the comparison in that, too. And I think Mm. in my... Um, reflecting back on like earlier on in my life, like probably I struggled more with this through high school and stuff, but definitely through like seasons of life, you still kind of have these lies in your head and stuff. But when you see people on social media, it's like, um, you can comparing your worst to their best Mm -hmm. and what they're putting forward and stuff. So it's like, um, it's so intimidating to talk to people who you think are so much better than you and they seem so much, yeah, they're way more cool. Like their aesthetic is so great. And like, all the, the filters stuff. that they use. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, yeah, so I think, like, um, especially when you are bogged down by your insecurities and being like, oh, like, my life is just not as cool, or I don't go to Oregon as much as this group of friends. Like, that's awesome. And, like, just struggling with that stuff. And it's like, who am I to say hi to them? Like, who am I to approach them? And it's like, mm-hmm. they're no better. Like, they're just the exact same as you, and they probably have this lot of similar thoughts of you and stuff. But... Um, I know when I feel most insecurity, insecure in a group, it's like, well, why would someone want, if I were to say hi to someone, like, why would they want to talk to me? Like, they don't know me. Like, I'm not cool enough or whatever. And so I think um, the way that we just view people on social media and, like, stalk each other's profiles <laughs> becomes a huge barrier in the community because it's like, they're way more intimidating. Like, they seem so cool. They seem so put together where I'm just... I have a lot of problems, and so I think, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know, I see that as a big barrier to just a deep friendship and deep relationship, Mm -hmm. or even just, like, being nice to one another and being inclusive in that, right? Yeah, totally. And I think, too, part of of that comparison bit that social media um, 
social media is a huge avenue for comparison and like facilitating your insecurities. Um, And really what insecurity is, is just a self-focus. You just Mm -hmm. turn inward and it's all about you. And it's all about how, yeah, yeah, well, and even just how they responded to me was not was not right and I don't I feel now I feel mm-hmm. awkward that they mm-hmm. responded to me in that way or um or just or that yeah that people they look cooler and so I don't want to I, I feel awkward to like introduce myself to them because who am I but all of it is such a it's just an inward focus and it's so crappy for community because you you suddenly you're just focused on yourself mm-hmm. and yeah. you can't you can't get outward in order to really actually just be interested in the details of somebody's life yeah. and and be interested in okay it would, that's amazing that you love this and let's let me talk mm-hmm. about that more and yeah i think it's a huge barrier to and i think it out. becomes so detrimental like i'll just bring out some scripture when it when it when it hinders us from meeting together and so I know sometimes even myself I've thought it I think I might have I've done it and I know a lot of people do it it's like you had a a bad week or you saw something on social media or whatever it was and you're like you know what I just don't even want to go and like that person looks so good or that like I just whatever and you just covet this and just so many things go in your head and I'm like I'm just not gonna even go there I'm just not gonna go on Friday night or I'm not gonna go on Sunday and uh but Hebrews 10 22 to 25 says let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promises faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as uh, you see the day approaching. And so I think that's when it becomes like so like, okay, we need to check ourselves when that's we good. neglect to meet together, mm-hmm. when it becomes a stand between you going to community group when it's like, oh, I don't feel good enough. I don't think I have the cool enough clothes, so I'm not going to go to community group. No, 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 no. We <laughs> need to, like, oh, bring that before the Lord. And it is our pride and, and our just focus. recenter our focus on him because we can't neglect that meeting together and encouraging and spurring one because another Because that's on. how, yeah, for the health of our individual health, but plus the health of the community, like we're supposed mm-hmm. to spur one another on to love and good deed, not good deeds. And build not up just, the church in yeah. that way, build up the church. Yeah not just be so engrossed in our own lives. So you've kind of shared one of your kind of dreams or visions, the reasons why you're excited about community, Amanda, from scripture. What would you share or add to that, Leah or Jess? Mm. What could community be like at church or in NYA? What scripture informs you of that? Um, I think that um, obviously the in Acts where we talk about the first church and kind of this, that has this idyllic picture of, yeah. of what church is like. Um, and there's uh, a couple of different passages of scripture that talk about just the, that the community was sh- sharing all things and that um, nobody had need. Yeah. Um, mm. And that, that is such a sweet picture of, um, and obviously as, as, the church became more global than that change, you know, that kind of community field changed. But, um, but that's still such a sweet picture of man to, to know people, know your community well enough to dive into your local church, um, and be involved 
um, enough that you know the needs of one another and you can help yeah. meet those needs um, with one another is huge. Um, and then also, uh, the um, in Colossians, um, I love where he talks about um, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. But it talks about um, the where he says um, to let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Yeah. And this is what he's... Colossians he's, 3. Yeah, yeah and he's yeah. talking about the church body. Like, yeah. let the word of Christ dwell in all of you, the whole body, richly, um, and singing with each other and making melody in your heart to the Lord um, together. And that is... I love that picture of um, of what the church should look like mm-hmm. and, um, and what that means for community and being being the church together Mm -hmm. I think I think you should share about your I love this I think it's so great um so I think in preparing for this but then also just what my um yeah I've just been really convicted on this probably oops just bad um (laughs) probably for the last like six months or so um is just the urgency of spreading the word and evangelizing and um, taking hold of what is written for us. And um, yeah, so I think this was really evident for me in my, when I went to Uganda with NYA or with um, young adults in May, Um, just, yeah, evangelism and what that looks like and how um, different cultures do it. Um, So coming home to my job at the pool and working alongside people who, I don't have much in common with other than the fact that we have um, the same job and maybe we have some similar interests with sports or with, um, yeah, with just other stuff. Um, I think that's been a huge thing that I've been trying to pray through this summer is how can I be more urgent in living in a way that um, is, yeah, that people just see Christ in me and then asking the Spirit to just dwell through my um, actions and my words and just my presence as I'm at the pool every morning. Um, But I think also as a church and as a young adult community that we need to be so much more urgent in inviting people. Specifically non-believers. Non-believers to church, um, to young adults, to, um, yeah, to church on Sundays and also just inviting them into those conversations because this is so important and this is an internal thing, eternal thing that we're um, looking for. And I think, yeah, just the urgency of that. Um, is so important, and I think um, we need to do a better job of that. Um, One psalm in particular that we were talking about is um, Psalm 34, and this is verse 8 of it, saying, um, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Um, Yeah, fear the Lord, you his holy people, for those who fear him lack nothing. And so we're told in the word to um, be sharing this, and we have this gift. Like, why are we not... Mm -hmm. Why are we not sharing it? Why are we not letting other people taste and see what how God has been good to us and been faithful to us? And um, yeah, we just need to invite more people into that and just give opportunities, um, open up conversations. Don't just wait for people to ask you about yeah. your faith. Like, be intentional of being like, hey, this is what I do on Friday night. Do you want to come with? Or what are you doing this this evening or Sunday morning? Or um, just opening up those different avenues and conversation as well too. Um, I think that's been something that's been a huge thing on my mind and um yeah just for a church in general I think we need to do a lot better job of 
doing this? Because we have the gift of eternal life. Like, why are we not mm-hmm. sharing it? I think Daniel mentioned this one time in a sermon in um, in the spring, but it was like, how much do you... It's like, if we are not sharing this with one another, it's like, how much do you hate these people to not give them the gift of eternal life or give them the opportunity to um, accept Christ or to ask questions or walk alongside them? And so, I don't know. I think it's out of love to do that. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for my, you, it's yeah. made, is meant even rethinking where you volunteer in the church because mm-hmm. you specifically, yeah. because you know so many people from the community through swimming that are coming in, now yeah. you decided you want to be a little bit more front lines. Do more um, like greeting or coffee stuff so just always see people as they're walking yeah, in, know your face. walking out. So I, that's kind of why I shifted from kids ministry more into the community or cool. the greeting mm-hmm. stuff just to be that person. So if I do see someone from the pool that I invited to be like, hey, let's chat. How do you think about it? What are you? Yeah, whatever. Or just come sit down with me. Come sit with me and yeah. that yeah. kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's kind of been my vision for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. So as we close off, this has been great to hear you guys' thoughts. What kind of words of wisdom would you have for young adults, either people who are local here in Abbotsford maybe or people who are going away to university somewhere or going somewhere else for jobs? Um, talking to your peers, what exhortation would you give them or encouragement? Uh, I can start. Okay. Um, <laughs> so one huge thing um, uh, that I would say is that have patience and work at relationship. Um, I think um, you know it, it is different if you're if you're going to school locally. Um, you have that kind of community. It is a really sweet thing to dive to still dive into um, your local church and be a part of your local church even if you can't you don't have time to maybe serve or whatever Um, but be a part of your local church and pursue people um, within that community and and work at it it takes a lot of work sometimes and it takes a lot I was just saying um, to these guys before that um, I feel like it probably it was about a year that I um always was the pursuer I was always the one asking people yeah I was always the initiator and was and and it was tiring sometimes it was like why can't this just come on people but (laughs) um but then you reap the fruit of your of your effort and so I think one huge thing to me would just be some patience in that in developing community it takes a long time Mm -hmm. um and then also just persistence in in um your pursuit of people and your pursuit of loving one another i would say pray (laughs) i know it's so typical but i think it's almost like a lost thing almost and just even one thing for myself it's like oh yeah i need prayer i'll pray for that person it's like oh when they ask for prayer why don't you just stop right there and you pray for them it's kind of a side note but also just in your life like i always say this so if any of my close friends people would know I say this all the time, but if the Lord himself, Jesus, went so frequently and so emotionally and wholeheartedly daily to God and his Father in prayer, before he went on that cross, he's pleading, God, take this away from me, but at the end of the day, your will be done. If Jesus himself had to go as often as he did before the Lord in prayer, we ought to be doing that. And so I just think like in your daily, we need to be bringing everything before um, the Lord in prayer. And the, he that's where the patience and the peace and the fruit mm-hmm. of spirit will come mm-hmm. in that and just wisdom. He promises to give us wisdom. And um, in that prayer, I just think often for people, you know, that are going out or just uh, to school or for their job or just 
anyone kind of in their life, you always come to this intersection in life and you're like, God, I don't know what to do with this. And you just, you just wait there. You're stopped waiting for God to give you the green light. You sit like prayer, like, Oh God, just show me a sign so I can take this job or do this with my kids or do whatever. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what? The light's always green. Why don't you just wait till the Lord gives you a red light? You know, like love God, but do what you want. Kind of Jeff, Pastor Jeff says, and like, let's just be so in prayer with the Lord that we'll know, like the light will be green and then We'll, we'll pursue our career, we'll pursue our education, we'll pursue our family and do all that stuff with so much joy and prayer. And then the Lord, he will move our heart when the, the, the time is the right, time is right yeah. and the, that light is red and he'll be like, oh, let's just move. Mm-hmm. So like, just know the Lord is faithful and you'll know that the more you talk to him and, and pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think one last thing just on this topic, I think um, just be the, if you are feeling like, um, not included in a group or an NYA and stuff, just just commit to being like the first person to say hi to someone mm-hmm. or and pursuing that. Just be, don't wait for people to approach you. Just say, you know what, I'll be, I'll say hi to them first and just commit to that mindset and that shift. And um, yeah, don't kind of just wait around and feeling sorry for yourself. But I think a lot of, I think so many people are feeling in that boat being like, I don't I no one talks to me, no one, da, da, da. But if you just take that step and if you say like, no, I'm going to say hi to this person, I think that is just yeah. a good solution to that problem. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and, it. <laughs> and be content with, yeah, some uh, maybe fewer deeper relationships or whatever you don't have to talk to everybody in the room no. but like find a few yeah. people every time right and it takes time and know yeah. that it might not go as planned <laughs> <laughs> and it Hi. might be awkward oh, this is absolutely awkward. but yeah. awkward is great but <laughs> awkward is good and then you just do it over and over again until you get better at it okay Leah, why don't you pray for us as we close okay yeah i love to dear father um Lord, we come before you and, um, Lord, we want to lift up our community, our church body to you. Lord, we, um, each one of us at this table, love this church deeply. Um, we love your church. We love your, um, the body of Christ. And Lord, we ask that you would continue to, um, continue to cause this community to flourish. Mm -hmm. Um, would you be great in our midst? Um, and we ask that, that, um, you would continue to work um, in each one of us individually that to stir us up towards um, pursuing one another well and love and fervently loving your brethren mm-hmm. um, give us wisdom and how to do that in our in each one of our daily lives um, and yeah I ask that um, for those out there that um, do feel lonely in the middle of this community and um, don't feel like they have deep friendships yet Lord would you um, would you encourage them? Would you um, bring people around them to be their support and uplift them? Um, you care for each one of us so, so sweetly. Um, so we trust you to do that for those um, those who feel uh, lonely um, in this time. And we love you. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks for joining me. Thank Thanks you. For-